Star. My name is Steve Haynes. I'm... I don't know who I am anymore. I'm hanging out with Tyler Young. Oh, thank God he knows because I don't. We're here to bring you another episode, but hmm? we were just watching a little competitive eating. Oh, we were we were watching a 30 for 30 on Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi. Kobayashi, he's still out there guzzling down dogs. We were watching, actually, we watched a lot of weird shit because I have um, Super Cable. Uh, no need to discuss the legalities yeah, of it. Here we go. <laughs> um, and It's TV. You can just say I have TV. I have crazy TV. And there, <sighs> what, what did we see in that little, we saw Polo. Traditional horse polo. We were watching, yep, professional traditional horse polo. That's a ridiculous sport. Of, just fucking just to say. so stupid. We watched cornhole. We watched yeah, pro- professional uh, the professional cornhole. This is called? how this is what we were doing in the green room. This before, was <laughs> this was the prep for going live. I don't know what the episode is on, so instead of prepping for the episode, we watched cornhole, polo, competitive eating, yeah, uh, Hollywood weapons, uh, just the dumbest just, shit. Yeah, real quality stuff. Well. I wanted to keep you, a li- I don't know, I wanted to keep you in a, li- a little in the dark today, but for no other reason than to just make you guess what we're talking about, really. Like a, like a 90s, like a 90s skate brand, I'm going in blind. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Th- thanks a lot. Today we're talking about a specific song, a song that can get you killed, Tyler. Okay. If but- you sing it in, in a karaoke bar oh. in the Philippines. Okay, so not like the brown noise. No, that's a noise like that'll red, make you the red noise. A noise that'll make you soil your pants. Mm. The brown noise. I don't know the red noise. That's the one that kills you. That's the song you sing. You die. It doesn't have to be in a karaoke bar. Is that real? Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we gotta do an episode on. We it. should do an episode on that. Uh, it's uh, been covered by many artists, but you've never heard of any of them because they're dead. They're dead, Jim. Some of our greatest artists have been lost to hubris, believing they could sing the red song, the red noise, the whatever I said earlier, and the I've red seen, noise song. I've seen it go the other way with lots of artists who think they can play the brown note. And it's true. Not end up shitting their, shitting their pants. Yeah, because they can't get it. Uh, what is it? Two-fifths below G minor? I can't remember what this uh, part defined it as. <laughs> We're talking about one specific song here that more than any song ever. Okay. In karaoke bars, specifically. In, in specifically in the Philippines. Yeah, specifically in the Philippines. Has incited so much violence, even murders. Oh man, please tell me it's not just like some local folk song about, about it's you not. know. It's, it's hopefully, I want it to be like Lover Boy or something stupid. Well, that would be, it would be sweet if it was Lover Boy. It's not Lover Boy. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at what? It, I don't know why I even did this because it's impossible to guess this. Okay, guess the song. Bruce Springsteen. It's a good by guess. the band. Nope, we're gonna need the to band. go later back. We're gonna need to immediately jump back fifty years from Bruce Springsteen. From now. Okay. I th- okay, because fifty years before Bruce Springsteen, it'd be like, all right, I got something in my front pocket. It's an old timey. It is. It is an old timey song. Reach in my pocket and see what it is. It's not that old timey. Okay, but it's old timey. Fifty years from now, so we're talking seventies. Now you further back, fifties. Yeah, yeah. You just like I just you just did somewhere the in thing between those where you think it's the year two thousand because you're thirty five. It's the year two thousand. <laughs> we are robots. Okay, so the fifties. It's something by a uh, by by like a like a jazz like a like a bluesy tune. I'll tell you one thing. He used to wear a hat a lot. 
Big Bopper. <laughs> so that's a big bopper. Uh, he used Suit to wear a hat and a, and a hat, like a fedora, like a fedora. Okay. Um, Sultry tones. Frank Sinatra. Frankie Sinatra. Little Frankie Blue Eyes. The FS champion. Sin putting the sin in Sinatra. Francis Mafia man. This uh, guessing game bit really worked out for me. Um, okay, so it's a song uh, uh, oh, by Frankie. Uh, uh, yeah, Frank Sinatra. Uh, that's Amore. It's not That's Amore. You have <laughs> failed. The song is My Way by Frank Sinatra. Okay. You know the song My Way? We all know the I, song I My Way. My dad's a big fan of the Regrets. Joe version. I've had a few. Yeah. Yep. I've had a lot. Oh, yeah. I've had several. I've had several this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. guys, it is... 3 a.m. on a Saturday, so we are just getting started. Just getting minutes. started. We're just getting started. So, really burying the lead there, but what we're talking about is the song My Way by Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. in the Philippines. Okay. Can't do it. Has been attributed to at least 12 murders. What? <laughs> Technically, even more. Okay. I got questions. So, is this like a situation where... It's there's a specific reason for it in the lyricism or in the what it means in the Philippines or is this just a random chance thing? Mm, it's a bit of both. It's a it's it's definitely the lyrics have something to do with it because the lyrics are very machismo and very triumphant and arrogant. Okay, and uh, saying I you know I don't care I don't care about you I'm doing it my way. Yeah, regrets I've had a few. Right. Another aspect of it is just culture in the in the philippines in general and just like the violent sort of society that does exist there well yeah i mean like i i, I guess like it I, it tracks to some extent but like you know my way is not the ultimate machismo song i guess maybe no, it does that's the thing is it doesn't really make sense you would think it would be like limbiscuit's my way yeah no that's rolling uh that that i could understand that's what makes it even so much more bizarre is that the song is that one's that one's the check check out check check out check out my melody check out my melody special. check out my melody and then you someone do. stabs you I can see it in your eyes <laughs> I can see it in the now if I sang this if I sang this my way at karaoke you'd probably kill it I'd probably number one kill it and yeah. then number two be killed immediately well this is the thing is that a song like Limbiscuit's my way it doesn't really have a lot of room. To for, mess, for interpretation to, to, for interpretation or to mess up you don't you don't have different pitches you have to be hitting yeah there's not a lot going on there well because mm, mm, he's got that one part where he goes yeah <laughs> that's true that's a whole different and, thing. well he starts off with special you do like he's deep and low and yeah. then it, okay. it peaks at yeah <laughs> this time i'm gonna let it all go out <laughs> so i don't know if you can argue. I think you can argue that Frank Sinatra's my way, Limp Bizkit's my way. Similar levels of musical talent needed for each song. You don't need to argue with me anymore because you've convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> and before we go any further, you know, we're saying Frank Sinatra's my way, but really the song was written by Paul Anka. Oh, that tracks. But I think, re- but released Frank Sinatra. I wonder if Paul like because. Paul did a lot of crazy, cool songs. Noted Canadian, Paul Anka. Paul Anka, Canadian. Canadian. 
he did a lot of like writing for other people. He did a lot of commercial jingles. He was like a one of those like work for hire kind of guys who really made a fuck ton of money on it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really too aware of Paul Anka as like a individual performer. Is he like a Sia, he's, where he was writing a bunch of stuff and he then was became like, yeah, Paul he Anka? He was like Sia way before Sia. He didn't show his face for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he had just big, had that yellow blonde wig. wig on and a get a crooner suit. Well, so he did write the song, but he actually kind of stole the song. He, he, he didn't. I mean, he didn't steal it because okay. he actually bought the rights to. He bought the rights to the song, and then spruced it up. For uh, it was a it was a song that he heard when he was on vacation in Paris, in Paris, France. Okay, in French. And he heard this French song. Yeah. Moi, moi, moi. Je m'appelle tout le monde. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Any Bonjour, French my frère, and no ever. Exactly. That is kind of you know that's a just that's a gist of it. He that's, just he took he he bought the song. The melody. And he bought it for... He checked, checked out, checked out the melody. Checked out the melody, and he said, I will give you a dollar for the rights of the song. He walked up and said, you make me feel special. You, you do. do. I can see it <laughs> in your eyes. And he went, wow, this is a great song. So he writes Limp Biscuits My Way first. He shelves it. He knows the world's not ready. But... You gotta let it age 40 years. He buys the song that inspired him to sing it. This fucking French song. Okay, he buys it for a dollar? Seriously? He paid a whopping one dollar. Like what is for that the rights to that song? I mean, it's nineteen, probably sixty eight. The songs, let's say, let's say okay, the song but is it's like a, a released in sixty nine. Doesn't get you shit. Still in nineteen sixty eight. That was like ten dollars, maybe a hundred, maybe ten dollars, and that's pushing it. What about it in in France? Okay, so if he buys it for one, what's a what was France using the franc? I think they were using a franc before before the euro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. They were, yeah, I think they were using the franc. It's a real thing. <laughs> no, I know it is. I, know. I just can't stop thinking about those Kobayashi eating hot dogs. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I'm bringing this up on the pod just because you're here and it's coming in my head. New season of Always Sunny. I'm There's, watching it. Did you, did you see the nickel schlager? I don't think I'm there yet. Oh, it's good. It's like gold schlager, but made with nickels. That's it. <laughs> uh, you're going to love it. But, uh, yeah, um, like a dollar, no matter what, is like, that is beggar money. So did he just like exploit a beggar? Like uh, some like man who was like an art, poor artist in Paris who does was literally me. taking anything he could, probably living like... Because back then, even though a dollar wasn't worth as much as you would think, it's still also like the cost of living is so much cheaper, you know? Like, it's that whole thing where like, you could buy a house for $50,000, and sure, that's not 50000 of today's dollars, but it's still only like 200000 of today's dollars. Like, it was actually affordable to do stuff. So was he getting that dollar because he needed to make rent, and rent was like... $2? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably. And he was like, this is fucking sick. This is going to get me through to the next week. Is this like another Probably. sign of Paul Anka abusing the working class? We don't know the 1969 dollar to francs conversion ratio right now. Paul Anka, also Canadian... I mean, also Canadian... Canadian, but also I don't know if he's like French Canadian. Wow. Sometimes you get these weird Paul Franca. <laughs> That's his original name. <laughs> um, you get these Canadians who are like from Montreal or whatever, and they have very English-sounding names. But it turns out they're like French as fuck. But I, I he strikes me as like a as a Torontonian, you know, who's like he, whose parents are probably something like like Albanian or some shit. Where is he from? Ottawa. Born in Ottawa. That's pretty close. Oh, well, he could be French or English. Born yeah. in Ottawa. Yeah, that's right on the border there. Oh, Andrew Emile. That Emile is very French. 
I've seen that movie. Oh, they're both of Lebanese, so I called that one kind of. His father is straight from Syria, and his mother's straight from Lebanon. So, okay. So, he may have spoken French. Hard to say. <laughs> That's where we were starting here for me. This isn't about Paul Anka. He just bought the song for a dollar, and then he wrote it for Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra released it, and then 40 years later, people in the Philippines are singing it and shooting each other. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so... Between 1998 and 2010, there's 12 separate. Oh, this is like current incidents. This is current. Kind. Of, well, no, it is because it keeps going. Well, I but just pictured this happening in like the 80s. No, it still happens. Incredible. It still happens, and the song is like outlawed. Like are people just like singing it and like staring at one guy and being like, "Regrets, I have a few." Right, flipping them off yeah, and like, "You got one you right now, buddy." People, you specifically? got one coming your way. There isn't. It's, a lot of rhyme or reason stuff. beyond just be. just trying to, you know, it's a social phenomenon that it's become known as as the My Way killings. And and it, it just happens time and time again. People just get worked up over this fucking song. It's truly wild. Whether it's something as simple as getting worked up just over the lyrics or if it's that it, because it's such a popular song, like people know this song. Right. And a lot of people have their own rendition of it in their head because it's also been covered by so many different people. Right, right. And there's a lot of different versions of it and it's very easy to sing. So in the Philippines, where karaoke is as popular as it is, which is very fucking popular, people love it and it's it's like one of the main forms of going out and having fun, winding, winding down. Right. You know what it's like, karaoke. We were at karaoke last weekend. I was just thinking about Daryl. I was lost. You know what? I'm going to level with you. Last 30 seconds, I've just been thinking about Daryl. You were just staring. I don't know what you were looking at. I was looking in the distance <laughs> thinking about us chanting, Daryl, Daryl. <laughs> Daryl is a, what do we want to say? How old do you think Daryl is? He could be in his 90s. Uh, no, oh, come on. He would look banging if he was in his 90s. He looks great. He does, like, if he's either a really bad looking 60-year-old or a really good looking 90-year-old. Yeah, somewhere in there. Or he's like 75. And he's at, he's at one of our local karaoke pubs every yeah. night. Yeah, every time we go there, I mean, we have moments where we've went there more often. We used to live in that neighborhood. And yep. so there's one really popular karaoke bar in our home city, that, like traditional North American karaoke. There's a lot of Asian karaoke places where it's you true. can like get a private room and stuff like Don't that. Don't fucking do that sing stuff. my way over there. <laughs> yeah, especially if there's Filipinos, I reckon. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. But we have one really, it's strictly karaoke bar, seven days a week kind of deal. And, uh, we go there. We, we go there pretty frequently. I think. Mm-hmm. I went, we were not considered regulars. Maybe at a point we could have been considered. Regulars. At a point, but not not these days. Now we're frequent flyers. Yeah, we Man. go there. You know, probably mostly mostly in the summer, maybe three or four times a year. I'd say. There's an elderly gentleman there by the name of Daryl. Oh man, he's great. He's a real treat. Check him out. Big shout out to Daryl. He sings Sinatra. That's like that's his style. Like he'll sing New York, New York. What else is he saying? My way. I saw I, I saw him dodging knife that came flying at his head. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing is that the the lyrics in in my way, yeah, they're arrogant and they're a little triumphant and they're you know. But I sung "Mama Said Knock You Out" by LL Cool J last weekend. You did, yeah. and like the third verse of that is just about domestic terrorism and he's gonna blow up people's farms. Breakdown. And I was just pointing people and looking at them right in the eyes you and were. singing those parts. You were, and they they loved it. They should have attacked me. They should have, if they had known better, if they knew what you were going to subject them to in the future. There's no fucking way I'd be able to get get away with that in the Philippines. Oh, no, you get a machete straight to the dome. Is that racist? 
I think so. I know. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I just feel like you're not going to get guns in the Philippines as much. Well, let well, me know. No, because people have been shot. People have okay. been stabbed. All, right. all people have been beaten to death. It, you know, there's no discrimination when it comes to violence. Okay. All right. In the method of, of death. This started in 1998. The death It would, you know, it would make the local newspapers, but it didn't really move beyond there until around in 2010, the New York Times published an article about it and really put a spotlight on it. And be, because of a very recent addition to the My Way killings, which is one of the craziest ones. Okay. Where Machete. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, it's, not, I, it's not a machete. Let me double check. Definitely not a machete. This one was by the bouncer who worked at, 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 at the karaoke bar. He, his job is to protect us. And, and he fucking shot a 29-year-old patron of the bar what? who was singing my way. Okay. After telling him several times to stop because he was Don't butchering the song way. and he okay. was singing it out of key. Okay. And, he was, and then he shot him. The patron refused to stop. That's wild. And the bouncer pulled out a 38 caliber pistol and oh. shot him to death. Well, like a 38 cal, you don't really expect to kill somebody. That's true. I, I guess I didn't look at it at that angle. But that, that's I, the thing about guns is like... I think you know, he did shoot to kill, though. Cause play he, play cause through. He, cause he, yeah, and he, and he did kill him. Okay. Too many women, too many pills. That's right. Well, like, you know, with a 38, you know, there's that thing about gun culture in Canada because we don't really have guns everywhere. Sorry, America. Guess what? You could have done it. You could have fucking done it if you guys weren't a bunch of dum-dums. Hey, look at Australia. Look what they did. Anyways. Stop alienating our listeners. I am pro-guns. But I'm also <laughs> pro-gun control. And I don't think everyone Shut up. needs to be fucking strapped to the nines. But, A... A smaller round, like a smaller gauge round like that is not expected to kill someone, really. Yeah, it's more like, yeah, if you're going to shoot someone for butchering a song, that's what you want to do it with. It's like stabbing shoot. someone with like a fucking, like a paring knife. Like, you can kill them, but most yeah, of the time, you if you hit them other it places, it's going to be an owie. Well, how about this one? In the 2010s, a chairman of Tondo Village, ooh, he was shot alongside his driver by a motorcycle riding gunman. Singing my way. Well, 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 singing the song during a Christmas party. Wait, the killers was singing it, or or Tondo Tondo Village's chairman was singing it. The, the chairman and his driver were singing it. Okay, but okay, when you said driver, I pictured them in a car. No, they were they were parked in this instance. It was yeah, it was his aide. It was his driver. Okay, driver aide, driver aide. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. By the way, the blue the blue flavor. So good. Here, let me here. Let me do that again. In the 2010s, a chairman of Tondo Village and his <laughs> in 2010, a chairman of Tondo Village. Is that where from? Is that where Blank is from? No, Tondo Village. In 2010, a chairman of Tondo Village, alongside his aide slash driver, E Honda, was <laughs> was shot. By a drive-by gunman okay. riding a motorcycle. Okay, now I'm more confused. <laughs> they were singing karaoke, and a guy drove by. It was a Christmas party. <coughs> a drive-by karaoke <laughs> shooting? So, this is why I was confused. I don't know how much you're going to leave of this. But anyways, he, I don't know how much he's cut, guys. So, I'm just going to recap here. You say 
a giant the the chairman of Tondo Village and his driver were shot by a motorcyclist. So I'm thinking we're on a highway situation here where a motorcyclist pulls up no. and the chairman is singing it in the back of a car and he's like, I don't like this song and shoots him. Then you go on to say, no, the, the driver <laughs> and the chairman were singing it on a stage of some sort. It was a Christmas party. I think Christmas it was party. out on, I, I like to think it was out but, on a patio or something. But still a drive-by shooting by a motorcyclist. So a motorcyclist is parked at a red. He looks mm-hmm. to the right. There's a beach karaoke party going on. He sees the chairman of, of Tondo and his fucking Mr. Butlertron and then decides to open up with an Uzi on them? Yeah, like uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> GTA Christ. 5. Well, this is... It, while it does fall into the My Way killings because My Way was involved, this is also a political figure. And with something like a drive-by oh, assassination okay. attempt on a motorcycle... On a, again, on a beach, it, which it, I'm putting in there. But. Yeah, I like the beach... It does seem that it's much more likely for it to be politically motivated. It does. There was also one in um, in as recent of 2018 where it was like a, a neighbor was singing it. And the other neighbor came over and was like, don't fucking sing that song. And he killed him. Stabbed him. It seems like it's probably going to happen again because it just keeps happening. It doesn't make sense why. But the song is now like outlawed in karaoke bars in the Philippines. Incredible. You will not find it in, especially if you're in a place like Manila in any of the big places, it's not going to be, it's just, it's it's not there. The we look for in. it. It's not in there. Can't do it. But let's look at some but other. can you sing Limp Biscuit? I think, I think. If I go up there and sing My Way in I don't Manila know. by Limp Biscuit, am I, am I running a risk? I would say definitely. I would say singing anything in the Philippines in karaoke is a risk. And sometimes it's okay to take a risk, but still, it's a risk because. I feel like you'd be, you'd be greeted as a, the same way in which a. Chinese boy or man came to karaoke where we go and started singing, I don't know, ABBA, we would go nuts. I feel like if you sung karaoke anywhere in Asia and really put your heart out there, people would be like, this guy fucking slaps. Look at this foreigner coming in. Not if it's a song that they were planning to sing later in the night, or if it's a song that they love that you're butchering. True. Because they might shoot you. The uh, Tagalog classic, Not Gonna Go There. Yeah. (laughs) That's a song called Not Gonna Go There. While the My Way killings are a phenomenon that does seem to be isolated within the Philippines, karaoke killings, Tyler, are, are not isolated to this one spot in the world. They can happen anywhere. Okay. <laughs> anywhere! Judging by how drunk we typically get at karaoke, this tracks. So let's look at some other... If I'm going to get murdered anywhere, it's going to be karaoke. <laughs> let's look at some other karaoke, some other incidents of karaoke rage. In 2007... We had a karaoke singer in Seattle, Washington, who was attacked by a woman who wanted him to stop singing Coldplay's blank. 2007? Yep. Gotta be yellow. It's yellow. It's That's before all the other hits. Yep. Now, that was just an attack. That was in Seattle. That wasn't a kill. I, I moved the stars. But I, I moved I the mean, stars like, look, for you. Look, we get that one. And that, they, that wasn't a... And they weren't killed. everything you do... They was that wasn't a fatal one, so it's it, like you it know that one's yellow. a little understandable. In March of two thousand eight, we have a man arrested in Thailand for shooting eight people to Jesus death, Christ. including his brother-in-law, in a dispute stemming from several karaoke songs, including repeated renditions. Oh no, never of, repeated of John Denver's "Take Me Home," oh, Country Road in Thailand. In like, Thailand, repeatedly. <laughs> 
Oh, repeated that. That song got played, I, I like to think, three or four times at least that night. I feel like it would have to be that amount for it to happen. Eight people. It's nuts. Take me home. Country road to the place. In December 2008, a man at a Malaysian coffee shop hogged the karaoke microphone for so long that he was stabbed to death by other patrons. Hmm. Interesting. He just wouldn't give it up. He just wanted. To, he just wanted his 15 minutes. He wanted his 15 minutes to be 45 minutes. This is this is my scene, bro. How about this one? In August 2012, a fight over the microphone broke out in a Chinese karaoke bar. Okay. With a man killing two of his relatives with a meat cleaver. Oh, relatives. <laughs> I feel like this is not about the karaoke. I feel like there's some deep-seated shit going on here. <laughs> and now, a very recent one. In March 2022. Okay. The actor, Ezra Miller. Oh, God. The Flash. Oh, yeah. It's a super stable person. <laughs> arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and harassment after getting into it with attendees at a karaoke bar in Hawaii. He's been getting into all sorts of crazy shit. He started singing at people and screaming at them when they were singing karaoke, making threats, coming at them. I recall this, actually. I recall this news story. Miller allegedly lunged at a man who was playing darts and grabbed a microphone out of a woman's hand as she was singing mid-song. What a fucking loser. Now that he, guy sucks. He went on about how he's the Flash and... Oh, no. Did he actually? <laughs> I like I'm the that. fucking Flash. Is you guys not the Flash? Is he? Wait, is he still Flash? I mean, is he in the new the Flash? Speed Force. Yeah, because there was a bunch of drama about them not canceling the movie. I was about to say, how did they not cancel it after this? That do that? Do you not know what happened with Ezra Miller? That is the tip of the iceberg. I know a bit. What else can we talk about with him? What else did he do? Did he eat anyone? Uh, no. <laughs> did he eating like babies? Did he pull? Uh, what's that guy's name? Army Hammer. Get get. Army Hammer is for... eating people. No, but Allegedly. He's, he's got Allegedly. a vor. He's like a vor fetish guy. We don't know. No, Ezra Miller has been. Oh, like, you see Ezra Miller's hair looks of, like. Yeah, he's been accused of like a cult leader and like uh, the, the kidnapping and stuff, like a bunch of stuff, brainwashing children. And people were surprised that they Man. continued with the movie because of that. But I think they had invested a lot of money into it, and it was the first. I, I think the Flash was supposed to be kind of like the de facto relaunch, a la James Gunn. But wow. This is I'm looking up all the Ezra Miller stuff, all the Ezra Miller stuff, and yeah, he is awful. He's oh, a yeah. horrible. Things have been popping off. He's a horrible man. Very wow. This is like wow. He's close to like full, you know, cult leader territory. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. He's got a lot of charges and a lot of incidents. Wow. This is um. This is topical. Another <laughs> another uh, topical one going on. You see what's happening with Diane Wood? Diane Wood? Diane Wood? Diane Wood? Yeah. Uh, I know that, like, I've heard in podcasts that they're pieces of shit, and then I heard that they were grooming some girl or boy. Yeah, so so very as like right now, very recently, their adopt their fostered son, mm-hmm. who's now twenty years old, is speaking out of, about all the things that him and his sister went through. They're speaking about all the all this like crazy abuse that they went through at the hands of Diane Wood, and I don't yeah. like I I thought about us doing the subject on it, but it's just uh, there's no fun there. It's just all child abuse. Yeah, it's just all you know. It's just so it's and they're all allegations at this point, but it's it's just us trying to avoid making inappropriate chappy jokes well, for yeah. a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's tough. It does seem like they like they. They seem like they are fucked up people, and the things that they put these kids through, 
uh, nobody deserves. Well, it always seems to Alleg- be one it's of two but... things with these like fucking weirdos. You know, it's like they're completely normal people and they're really innocent and they're just stay-at-home fathers and they're like against every single uh, stereotype you could present to them. Or they are monsters, you know? Like, you've got your Marilyn Mansons, you got your D-Ant words. Like, they're either, like, normal, super normal people, or they're fucking batshit insane. You think Marilyn Manson's insane? Yeah, didn't you hear about all that shit with him and Evan Rachel Wood? No, I agree. I just wanted to see what you think. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking monster. I don't think he always was a monster. I think he was a very intelligent human being who was kind of like a nerd, and then when he got power... It slowly corrupted him, and he was like, oh, wait, I can be a monster because I have all the power. Yeah. And then he took out his own ribs so he could suck his own dick. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode. That is the My Way Killings. If you're in the Philippines and you want to sing karaoke, don't sing My Way. Don't even try. Don't think about it. Or sing My Way by Limp Bizkit. Do sing it and sing it by Limp Bizkit. Get back to us. Let us know. And you can email us at chapter... Oh. <laughs> you can oh. email us at who killed the radio star. That's W-K-S-E-R-S-Pod. At gmail.com. What else? I think that's it. I got a new project coming up, guys. I wanted to announce it here. I'm actually <laughs> going to be on Celebrity Big Brother in the newest season. We're really uh, it's a really big moment for our podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be super confused as to why I'm there or who I am. Doesn't matter. But you're going to win. Um, I'm going to win, win it. How do you win? Uh, by being the the biggest brother that <laughs> that they can they can that they can tolerate. Um, <laughs> that's why only men have ever won, or people identifying as men. I don't think that that's true. Uh, what is the gender neutral? I guess sibling. Thank uh, you sibling. for. <laughs> Thank you for listening. A big sibling. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Maybe. I don't know how